0: Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. I wanted to start this episode by letting you all know that if you're interested in a little bit of extra content involving me, you should look forward to the RPG Academy stream of Satanic Panic, which is Jim McClure's new game on Kickstarter now. If you haven't looked at it and checked it out, I highly recommend you do it. It's incredible. So look forward for that. That will be tomorrow, March 8th at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I would also like to give a huge shout out and thank you to Kyle Perkis for their outstanding contribution on Patreon. I'm looking very forward to your contributions to upcoming lunches at Madame Faze, as well as to the NPC name that you give us for our upcoming arc, Call of the Shield Maiden. I'd also like to thank all of our Patreon backers for all that they give to us every month to help keep the show running. After today's episode, we just have one more episode in Season 2 before we go off-season and start playing some monster hearts before we come back strong into Season 3. I hope that you're ready for that and enjoy it a lot. With no further ado, let's get into it. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals want creation together, Godwin, Rizzo, and Ariston started to take things a little more slowly as they began to reconstruct the city of Wei. As weeks began to pass, how would they begin to occupy themselves? Which old mix-ups would come back to haunt them? Who might they find that they had completely forgotten about? Just how long would it take for this drought to get fixed? It's been a couple of days since Godwin met with Arya and prompted her to re-enter the political sphere. Things have been progressing in that time, and Godwin's had a couple of meetings. These are meetings that aren't super important for us to delve into in detail, but which allow us to talk about things in a broad scale and to resolve those, broadly speaking. The first meeting that he had was the scheduled meeting with Sunburst, the new and de facto high priest of Shu and Kasaga. That meeting was a lot about him asking for support and finding a way in the immediate future to house the temple and to begin repopulating and refurnishing the ranks of priests, as well as looking at a way to build a longer-term temple or housing for Shu and Kasuga now that their old temple is gone. Uh, Is there any thoughts that Godwin has on that, or reactions that he has, actions that he would like to take? Uh, If you have any questions, I'm happy to clarify those as they relate to you making this decision.
1: Nope. Godwin has felt this is a pretty straightforward request made, and he is in complete support of it, but he has made it clear that he is going to do the things that he can to set up an environment where that will be looked into after the election, but he will not be personally accountable for what happens after the election.
0: Okay. To that end, I think that an appropriate role to resolve this is going to probably be manipulation plus bureaucracy. So go ahead and roll that for me. Successes. Okay. So you're able to arrange that there's going to be groundwork laid and that you'll push for after the elections are over, but in order to assuage the priests, Godwin either has to make a concession or give something up or make a promise to Sunburst. Does anyone have any sort of idea or suggestion as to what that might be?
1: Godwin is interested in promising to sunburst that his followers will help in the construction.
0: I don't think that that's enough of a like a steep mm. price. Okay. How about you could either take this like additionally or solely because your followers come from varied backgrounds. They may not all actually be good at helping with construction. True. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Poor true. <laughs>
0: those who are working as stagehands right now, certainly. But the others, you know, come from varied backgrounds. He asks that you at least guarantee That construction is allowed to take place and that the location is secured before you transition In the location that was burnt to the ground, that that is not sold for any other purpose. Godwin will agree to that. Perfect. And then the other big meeting that you have is the meeting between yourself and the stragglers from the realm, Samir and Vale and Rauha, who have been working with the city in reconstruction efforts as much as they can and continuing to assist people. That's their primary interest right now, is wanting to continue their assistance of the population. And essentially, they are looking for political protections, ensuring that they are not prosecuted or have any harm done to them for their work and to have their work legitimized in the face of the city. So allowing them the latitude to engage in their reconstruction efforts, if at all possible, even though they are explicitly aligned with a religious organization that is generally seen as belonging to the hostile foreign power that just tried to overtake the city.
1: Godwin will do his best to make sure that a meeting is scheduled between Samir and the newly elected official
0: they want some form of assurance in the meantime because the city is very on edge right now in the collapse following the the battle and so there's a lot of anti-realm sentiment in the city which makes them engaging in their day-to-day work potentially dangerous they've received threats to their their body like physical threats, so they want some form of assurance or protection there.
1: Godwin will release an official statement that says that their work is of good nature and has no affiliation with the damage done from the realm previously.
0: Okay, and that will be an intelligence plus bureaucracy roll. Looking at a difficulty three, but if you clock under, it will be sort of like the last roll where there's some form of concession that you might have to make.
1: Four successes.
0: Perfect. So this statement is enough to assuage them. They express a level of concern about potential harm still coming to them but this is enough to settle them down and put them in a position where they feel comfortable and they are open to potential future meetings if you should find need for them or any sort of information uh, on the realm and the garrison that they were a part of before they split off that's also another thing that they specifically requested was protection from future realm incursions or investigations into their whereabouts they're essentially looking for political asylum
1: godwin will guarantee that as long as he is still um de facto lover but he will agree to put that on the agenda for the future lover to discuss with Samir.
0: Perfect. So those are the big meetings that we're taking care of more or less off-screen. The rest of this week has in store for Godwin a meeting with Seven Symphonious Chords, as well as some strategy and arrangement meetings with Lokshu and Arya, as well as potentially some of the political advisors that are affiliated with Godwin and the Conclave of Amers. But we'll get to those later. For now, it's been uh, a couple of days, like I said, and we are cutting back to the interior of Quinn's. it is the morning and some of the interest that rizzo has been going out and trying to drum up in the business appears to be paying off as preparations for the working continue that morning you find a knock at the door
2: coming rizzo walks over to the door and qui-gon is quietly taking a nap in his little puppy bed made of old clothes from ajax (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's pretty heartless, but okay. <laughs> it stings.
2: He likes the he smell. on it too. <laughs> he likes the smell. Uh, Rizzo opens the door. <laughs>
0: There is a short, older man standing outside the door with sort of a hunched posture and wide sort of crazy eyes, moles, and signs of sun damage mark his face. I hear that you are the people who solve problems. Is that correct? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wonderful!
2: Yeah, no, we'll uh, take care of whatever we can
0: for you. Perfect, perfect. That's <laughs> lovely to hear, lovely to hear. Things have been a little bit hectic for me lately. You know, since everything got all mixed up with the city. Do you mind No, if I... that
2: makes complete sense. How can we help you?
0: Would you mind if I came in, sat down, perhaps? Of
2: course, yes. Come in, take a seat.
0: <laughs> lovely, lovely decor you've got in here.
2: Thank you. Would you like a pine cone? Oh, no,
0: thank you, no, thank you. Would
2: you like some tea? Mmm
0: certainly sure i'll take something
2: sure i have earl grey hope that's okay
0: (laughs) sure i suppose any port in a storm as they say (laughs) oh you call me a little bit of a jokester back at my house
2: yeah i can totally tell
0: you'll understand where the reputation comes from (laughs) all these little quips that i've got anyhow 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 it's a pleasure to meet you ariston comes down the
3: stairs and his hair is a bit messy so he's like kind of trying to fix it oh uh, hello. Oh, hello. Can we help you? Yes,
0: I'm here f- to inquire about <coughs> utilizing your services. I've got something of a conundrum on my hands, a problem I'd like solved.
3: All right. Well, I'm Ariston. Nice to meet you. And he holds out his hand.
0: Ah, yes, yes, yes. My name is Salacious and Beautificent Crane. And he holds out his hand and shh. Shakes yours vigorously. Nice to meet you.
3: Do you go by your full name, or do you have a nickname you prefer?
0: Well, if at all possible, I prefer to be regarded by my full name. I'm a a man of some distinguishment. I've been around for years. I think that I've earned the right to be called by my full name. But if you can't be
2: no, bothered, no, no, we got it, we got it. No, 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 full name youngster. for sure.
0: Fine, fine. Good.
2: I go by Rizzo. You may call me Rizzo. Rizzo. Yes. I forgot to spell name. It's like Salicious B Crane. What? It's, there was a bee in the middle, and I just made it salacious butane crane. Butane? Isn't that an element? I'm pretty sure.
0: If you're going to get I so said. tripped up and caught up over yourselves, fine, call me salacious bee crane. I don't care. It's beautificent, though.
2: Is this... Oh, yes,
3: that that's, uh, makes sense.
2: So, uh, what can we help you with? What, what seems to be your problem, specifically?
0: <laughs> that's a smell you've got going on in here. Are you cooking something?
2: Um, your tea.
0: He's probably referring to the smell of the preparations you're making for the working.
2: Oh yes, it is a sort of tea, but not quite. It's it's just a a, a type of brew or. Um a special concoction, if you will.
0: Interesting, interesting. I hope that you don't mind leaving it behind or turning down your fires, resuming boiling at some other time, because I'm asking you to hit the streets. I'm asking you to take on a real job out there. Well, Do real, real hard work pounding we, the pavement, as it were.
2: Well, in we, fact, we are done, d- we're, done we're, real jobs. We're, we're doing some real that you work haven't. right I'm now. Well, you kind of <laughs> are, but that's fine. Um, well, yes, I, we I will... see
0: it, it's, it's, an, it's an urgent matter, and you're, you're boiling something, and I just wanted to make sure that that wouldn't interfere with...
2: No, it- it won't, and I assure you that uh, what we are boiling is very important and also urgent as well. What's your problem? Thieves. Oh. Thieves? Thieves.
0: Miscreants. People taking things that don't belong to them.
2: You could, My things. We, go, we get th- what thieves means. <laughs> um, uh, do, you, do you want to shop? Or are they just uh, breaking into your home? Do you have an, any idea who they might be?
0: No idea who they might be. There's any number of layabouts who live around me, always looking at my things, assuming that they can get their grubby hands on it. And now that things are disreparious, there's repairs and construction that people are undergoing. People are going and seeing those strange foreigners about having their homes refurbished and such. You know, when in, in the conflict, people tore through the city. Certain things were broken, including the locks on my windows and doors and such. And I go about, I leave to do my business as I do every day. I'm a respectable man. You see, I'm a perfectly respectable man, a good businessman who's working his hardest every day. And I come home and I find that my things are missing things from my home, clothes, grains, food, any, any sort of thing. It's becoming quite frustrating. Initially, it started with clothes that I had laid out on my clothesline in the neighborhood. I assumed that perhaps the agitations that had arisen from the conflict and the the big grand showing, the fight, those had left people uh, differently oriented towards property. But they started coming into my home, not just taking things that were left out in the streets or to dry on clotheslines. And so now, now I'm afraid that I must take recourse.
2: So... By recourse, do you mean to get them back? Because we don't really avenge people for others.
0: Oh, I don't want you to harm the people. I want you to find out who's doing it and to get them to stop. If if you can get back my things, that's ideal. But I understand that living in this part of town with so many people who are so willing to engage in backstabbing their neighbors that they might have already been sold on the black market somehow. Could even be lining the halls of Seven Symphonies Chord's own home. I don't know Hmm. if you can find where the items are. That's best. But all I really ask is that the thieving stop.
2: We can try to find your items for you, but quick question, have you thought about replacing your locks?
0: Of course I've thought about replacing my locks. I've been trying. It takes time, and everyone is super busy trying to fix their own homes. The guard's not listening to me. It's difficult, you see. I've tried boarding things up, but people have found that the wood that's around has give. It's been a dry season. There's little good wood around that I can use to reinforce my home.
3: No, I have an idea. Maybe what we could do is put out some clothes on the clothesline once again and sort of... Like bait! Yes, uh, set a trap. And we wait and hide. And then whoever comes to steal them, we catch in the act.
0: However you want to do it is fine. I'm not here to question your methods, I'm here to get results, and that's all I really care about. So if you want to lay out some clothes for people to try to steal, then that's perfectly fine by me.
3: Yeah, we don't have to use your clothes. I'm sure I can borrow some from my
0: boyfriend, but we'll make sure that whoever it is that's bothering you gets their lesson learned. Good, good. Then I'll show you to my home. Show you where this whole thing is happening. All this business is coming together, all this mess is being made. My life life, my work. Come now, come. Alright, let's go. Are you going to put out those fires or what? Leaving them burning?
2: Well, I need to leave them burning. Okay. Well.
0: It's a drought, you know.
2: Yes, I, I know.
0: I am aware. She knows what she's doing. It's
2: for the drought, mind you.
0: Okay, I just don't want you kids getting in any trouble or anything. <sighs> do come we? now, come along.
2: Did you, just, did you just call us kids. I know, I heard that. I already don't like this. I don't like, the, young way, I don't like the way he talked to you. Sidebar, sorry. Sidebar. Um, when do you think Godwin's gonna be home? Because if I stop brewing this, it's gonna take Longer, and we might have to meet up later. Mm.
3: I don't know, but I think that this guy is probably not going to leave us alone. Yeah,
0: okay.
2: I'll just blow it out. Rizzo goes and extinguishes the fire underneath it, her cauldron.
0: And as we see the fire whooshing out, we cut over to a fire on a candle being ignited as we transition to the inside of the Conclave of Ammers with Godwin. This is the meeting that has been arranged between you and Arya and Lakshu to Begin strategizing for the election. You've recently heard news that there is a couple who has emerged in the political discourse who is also vying for the position. Uh, Xiao and Mina, who are two artisans who have worked in the city for a long time, mm-hmm. are you keeping any of your political counselors in for this meeting when you have it?
1: Toji will be there.
0: Perfect. So Toji is there as Arya and Lakshu enter. Come now, sit. It's a pleasure to see you again. On- Maria. Miss Lokshu, I know it's suffice it to say I've heard a lot about you. A pleasure. Please come sit. All right, Godwin. I have gathered what information I can about the competition, as it were. If you have any questions, please let me know. Or if you're ready to start the meeting and strategizing, we can dive right in.
1: I say let's dive right in. Does everyone else agree?
0: Uh, yeah, that sounds good. That works for me too.
1: Great. So I know that Mina and Zhao have a lot of credibility in this city, but I think the people of Jiao Wei were really impacted by what they saw, especially in regards to the behavior of the citizens. Against the realm. And you two were very strong parts of what made the city still survive after that. And Chao and Mina didn't have that kind of impact.
0: I'm not sure if I can say that about what I had to contribute. I killed one soldier, but I guess I can take your point.
1: You were there, and you, in your own way, gave what you could, and that, granted, was not as much as an exalted could do. I recognize that, but it was really significant, and I think will be significant in the eyes of the citizens.
0: You really don't need to draw those comparisons, okay, Godwin? I'm just stating the reality. We all know who you are. You can ease back. But
1: not just me. Ariston and Rizzo, too.
0: It's okay, Lakshu. It, it's fine. Just... Just tempting him will only make it worse. That's fair. We, we've we been present, but we also, the two of us, have a uh, public image problem. Yes, to say that is almost an understatement. Just before the realm arrived, they were another invading force. The two people at the head of this siege. Granted, there's ways we could spin it. People who turned to defend the city in its time of need, but some people might not look kindly upon those who abandoned the city and returned as invaders taking that seat. I
1: think this is one of those things that, you're right, depends on how you spin it. And I think spinning it towards these people don't even have the same attachment to Joway that a lot of the long-term citizens might have had, but they still sought to give so much of themselves to defend it. And that's something that Mina and Xiao didn't
0: do. I'll say right now that maybe we weren't here for the last few years, but we were born here and we were raised here. I got the scars on my knuckles climbing the trees here. And Luxu flexes her hand a couple times. So, yeah, that maybe we can spin it, make it the triumphant return at the 11th hour or something. That would be good. But I think that there's a a bigger issue that we need to talk about.
1: The fact that people associate Forlornaria with me?
0: Well, there's that. And popular opinion about you is mixed. That's one way to put it. You have a very, very strong, solid base in certain parts of the city, but others see you as a volatile liability with the way that you publicly assaulted Seven Symphonious Chords and some of the choices you made in your time as an administrator in the city, an acting lover. At the same time, some people view those things as imbuing you with a certain air of decisiveness or power. So we might be able to either leverage that image to propel Arya, or we could use her distancing herself from you as a way to reframe and relaunch her standing.
1: I am torn on that. I don't know whether it's beneficial or not for her to use what I can give or to not.
0: We're going to need to make a decision soon, and I think that If we're going to be collaborating, especially if we're going to be collaborating and there's someone clearly that we're contesting right now, it couldn't hurt. I guess I hate to say it, but we might need to use some of that pull if we can spin it.
1: And I don't want to say this in a conceited way. And I don't want to say this in a way where you remind me, Lachshu, of who I am, because I certainly know. But I have to say that recently I've brought a lot of positive change to the city. My reputation is going up. I'm becoming known as for someone who's making decisive choices that are in the city's best interests, And right now, that's a good voice to have in your corner. And it would be weird if you two ran and then didn't mention my presence at all, and then I didn't run with someone else. People will wonder what happened. There will be gossip. People will say things that aren't true. We might as well just dispel all of that.
0: That's fair. I can't deny that. But again, we're missing two big talking points that I'm not sure if they matter in the election, but they matter because I know that certain promises have been made. I, on no uncertain terms, intend to leverage the power that I've been afforded with this office to adamantly contest Seven Symphonious Chords' presence and control of the Smiling Eyes District and his far-reaching hand in the criminal underworld of our city.
1: You know the promise I made.
0: And I told you what you were getting into when you said that you were going to support us.
1: I don't know if there's any way to find some sort of middle ground.
0: I doubt that you're going to find much middle ground, especially considering the next point that we have, the next plan that we came to this city with weeks ago when we laid siege to it in the first place. What, pray tell, do you mean? We have every intent to be the last lovers that ever preside over Joway. What? We're going to dismantle the institution. It's backwards and doesn't make any sense.
1: Arya, I thought that you had had a realization about how that is not true.
0: I had a realization about the fact that maybe my parents were more there for me than they needed to be, but some... Arcane popularity contest celebrating the cutest, most active couple in town. You can't tell me that you don't think that that's insane.
1: I think there's something that can be said for the fact that ordinary citizens are chosen to be leaders.
0: We're not contesting that. We'll implement something in its place. We don't plan to become despots.
1: Look, I don't think you should say that before the vote.
0: No. No, no, no. We aren't saying that before the vote, but it's important that you know what you're doing. Kinda late for him to backpedal anyway.
1: In the end, I'll make my own decisions. But for now, I don't disagree with you.
0: That's fine. As long as you hold up your end of the bargain that you've made to us. Toji sits there in somewhat stunned silence.
1: Godwin looks at Toji and makes a small face as if they're going to have a conversation after this one.
0: Mmm. I feel it's a bit improper to do this, but I'm afraid that sometimes I must. Sidebar. Sidebar. Holy shit. You must understand that being complicit in the destruction of the institution which I've dedicated my life to preserving and assisting is troublesome to say the least.
1: I think it's something that a lot of the fundamental parts of Jawei's leadership respect a lot, and I think that it's going to turn a lot of heads not in a good way. There's no sort of diplomacy about how they're going about it, and that's coming from
0: me. Yes, we we don't have to incorporate it into their platform, but I'm struggling with how I'm supposed to help promote their platform and spread information given this. It's troubling, deeply troubling.
1: I don't really know what to do. I mean, part of me just wants to disaffiliate myself after the election results and say that I didn't know anything about it, but that there's no reason for me to do that. But at the same time, I don't... It's radical.
0: So was what you did. I have trouble... Believing or understanding why you've done some of the things that you've done yourself. Godwin. Like what, Toji? Like kicking the old lovers out.
1: Maybe I was young and in love. Sue me, Toji.
0: I'm just saying, it's your decision, and I will follow you because, quite frankly, I don't know that there's a lot that I can do in the time that we have left to no, I like ensure when you don't the safety me. of my position.
1: But yeah, I don't like that either. They seem like they're not going to respect the leadership, and quite frankly, I don't want to toot my high horn again, but I have been very good about recognizing that I am humbled by the presence of the leadership here, and I don't think that that's something that they will take in the same manner that I have.
0: Well, sidebar's running long. What do you want to do about it?
1: I think for now we'll agree, and then we'll discuss further point of action when they're not here anymore.
0: Fair enough. Good. Okay. And sidebar.
1: We will continue to support you.
0: That's good to hear. I'm glad to know it. Is there anything we can do for you in the meantime? Why'd you have to say it like that? Because I just had to sit and listen to you whisper for about five minutes. It's a little disrespectful.
1: You know sidebar's a thing. You could have had your own sidebar. I didn't stop you.
0: Aria looks away. Cut. It's fine. I'll, I will try to be the civil one. <sighs> Never thought I would say that. What can we do for you? Is there anything that you need us to do?
1: I need you two to meet me where I'm at, maturity-wise.
0: We will do our best. I understand. There's a lot of history here, there's a lot of tension, but we need to move past that if we want to help the city. Exactly. So, I I will do that, and that's fine. Uh, I don't know how you feel about negative politics, but—and Loxhu looks at her knuckles again. I grew up in rough parts of town, where we weren't afraid to play dirty. If you need anything on Zhao and Mina, it just so happens that I know one of the most influential artisans in Zhao Wei who might have some dirt—
1: think it's better to have it and not use it than to not have it when we need it
0: i'll see what i can do about that then looks like i'll be talking to my dad again
1: let's meet again in a few days that sounds good you can see yourselves out
0: it's always a pleasure so we now return to rizzo and ariston did we want to go over the whole setting things up or did we want to jump into a roll to establish your trap and see what happens there
2: can just roll yeah i say we just roll
0: okay so Just to in there. establish, this is a rather dingy part of the Smiling Eyes District. You've been, you know, in and around this part of town for a long time. Somewhat disrepairious in terms of the damage that was caused by the small group of realm soldiers that actually got into the town. This is some of the place that was most damaged incidentally by that. There's also some of the incidental fire damage that was left from the scuffle with Raghura Vijay that's being dealt with here, so this is definitely a part of town that's been hit indisputably the hardest, and Salacious and Beautificent Crane's home is sort of uh, nuzzled up to an alley, and the window where he hangs his laundry actually faces the alleyway where you essentially will be setting your trap So go ahead and whoever has the highest pool, roll me for your idea and your setup, a wits plus larceny roll.
3: Rizzo probably has a higher thing. Nine.
0: Yeah, Arison
3: has five because he has nothing in larceny.
0: And this is going to be contested by the thieves.
2: Rizzo got five successes.
0: Perfect. And the thief got two. Salacious and putificent Crane sent you to his home informed you that if there was any sort of misdoings or any additional items go missing from his home, he knows where you work and will be uh, seeking damages post-haste, but he has to go and deal with his own legitimate business now. So he's run off, and you've set up this trap. What kind of clothes have you set up? Like, what's what's it look like, what you've set up here?
2: It's a couple of older-looking rags um one of them kind of looks like it used to be an old shawl because on the ends it has these uh tassels but it's slightly ripped in the middle it looks definitely worn and used um maybe a few uh, undergarments and one nice shirt just in case that has <laughs> silk in it. And one nice robe from Hearth, because that's all he would let her have.
0: Okay. And where are you hiding? Are you hiding inside the house, or...? No,
2: we're not hiding inside the house, just for, or at least Rizzo's not, for purposes of getting to said thief faster. Rizzo is hiding by a bush behind it. You can't really see her from the alleyway, but you can only see her from the house.
3: And Arison is opposite her, so if the coverage. thief
2: yeah, breaks away,
3: he can cut him off.
0: Okay. So you are staked out for a while. There's a couple of people who come by and who kind of eye the clothes and look at them, but nobody does anything. Until just after sunset, there's a reedy figure who comes by and looks at the clothes. And you see them cross their arms for a moment and then look toward the window of Salacious and Beautificent Crane's house and begin to sneak their way toward worming into the window. What do you do?
2: Attackle them.
0: Alrighty, so go ahead and give me a Dexterity plus Athletics roll, which is going to be contested by theirs. <laughs>
2: Rizzo got four successes.
0: Okay, so this figure is about to leap into the window. There's actually a almost a diving that they do as you start barreling down the alley. And you manage to snag their leg at the last second as they are coming in. And they catch themselves on the lip of the window. And they exhale in pain. Ugh.
2: Hey, what are you doing? This is not your house!
0: I'm so... I, I need... To eat, man. Come on.
2: Well, we all need to eat, and you know what? You can't just mooch off other people without asking.
0: Is Ariston coming into yes. assess the <laughs> yes. situation? Okay.
3: Ariston runs over Rizzo. That was awesome, but you?
2: What the
0: fuck, man? Oh my god, it's you. What?
3: What? What, what do you mean? It's me. Oh, yeah, I know. That's kind of rude.
0: Ariston will recognize is boy son the son <laughs> of. Uh, hallowed benefacti and the older brother to billowing reed, the face stealer that Ariston healed.
3: What are you doing here? I helped your family and this is what you're gonna do? You're gonna do some crime?
0: Really? Well, we're trying to move on and things have been hard because my sister is not able to face steal as much because she's worried about getting sick again and you getting mad at her and what? my mom, you told her to take things into her own hands and she's been Trying, but she doesn't know what to do. It's well, I'm like she can freaking.
3: You could have come by the office. I would have given you some money. I would have set you up with a job. You could be like an intern or something.
0: Oh, like is that? I don't know. Like off the table now?
3: I don't know. I you gotta convince me that you're not gonna do shit like this anymore.
0: Well, I'm doing it because I have to. Like we do everything. It's why does my mom pay? seven symphonious chords every week because she has to why does reed face steal because she has to i'm doing this because otherwise i don't know how we're gonna eat it's i stole some clothes because my stuff has been soiled and that old man spends all day yelling at people it's not like he's a nice person i know i He's just butthead
3: i'm not upset with you for doing what you had to do i'm i just wish you would have come down first i'm not Cross with your family, uh, if your sister has to face deal, I'm not upset with her. I'm more concerned. I just would like you to tell me I guess maybe i just maybe I was a little different back then, but I've tried to use up now, and
0: yeah, it's just you know like sometimes it's hard you get it's hard to reach out, especially when you've got a family like mine who's so used to just grinning and bearing it, so I'm sorry I didn't mean to do it, and maybe. If we knew you were more serious, it's not your fault, it's our fault that we didn't take you serious, but maybe we would've, but maybe now that I know, I could take you up on it, because I don't like this, it's not fun, I don't- I'm only doing it because this guy is dick, so I could get money another way, I would, so I don't know. I, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to convince I you? Know, I
3: know, I know, look, I, I understand, okay? I- no you don't know me that well, but i've been in the same position you have there's been a long time where I just had to act like things were okay and do things in secret honestly i it was wrong of me to even judge you in the first place. I got all that money from stealing, but I was operating in the same logic. I thought that this man was bad and he deserved it yeah. so I guess I'm in the wrong here. My only thing is that I feel like if some people in this city would just look at things a little differently and see that Things are able to change, even the slightest, that it would be better. And I'm glad that we ran into each other today. Come by the office whenever you need to. I know that you're not going to take advantage of me.
0: Yeah, maybe I will. And for the record, with the city, I think some of us just need something that shows that you can. All of us are all of us are trapped. We don't know what to do. But I'll be by and I'll see if I can prove to the rest of the people in the district that you can move forward and you can make change. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry lady and he points his head towards rizzo uh i'm i'm boy son by the way it's nice hey. to meet you or whatever
2: yeah no nice to meet you i'm uh i'm rizzo but just to agree with uh what arison said come by and we'll find something for you to do and help you out any way we can we're all neighbors in the city
0: okay you're not gonna tell him it was me right
2: no i'm just gonna say that they didn't show up yeah we'll we'll figure it out yeah just, we'll just don't do it again
3: just here, and Ariston takes the robe that was horse and gives it to him. Take this, You won't miss it. He
0: has plenty, oh wow. this is like crazy. It's so soft. I'm not gonna lie. I was probably gonna grab it on the way out, but thank you i i I promise that i'll I'll do what I can and I'll work and i'll I'll pay it off. Thank you. um and he begins to scuttle down the alley. Uh, anything else you guys want to do in this scene, or should we cut back to Godwin?
2: Uh, we take the clothes down and leave a note for Silicious B. Crane saying that our trap came inconclusive and no one showed up, and we list a couple places for him to find new locks.
0: Okay. Rizzo should make a manipulation plus <laughs> linguistics role. Okay. At a difficulty of three, he's kind of crafty
2: nope, Rizzo got three
3: successes, perfect as they're walking back to the office. Ariston looks at Rizzo, and you know I hope this doesn't sound weird, but you're the kind of woman who would really piss my father off. ooh, and uh, that's what I like about you because you're strong and powerful, and just stick to what you believe in and don't give a fuck what other people think.
2: Thank you for the most part, I don't, but you know. Everyone has their weaknesses.
3: I guess so. We should probably go back and light those fires, huh?
2: Yeah. Good idea.
0: Perfect. So we return once again to the Conclave of Ammers. Have any of you been consulting with the Sidereals in the last couple of days? I know that Rizzo and Ariston have been working with Cass and Adventure of Tide because they are working with them on the Sorcery Project, but has anyone been Talking to them otherwise, or consulting with Tawia or Fowley.
2: Um, not Rizzo has not. Besides, Ed, uh, adventure of Tide and Cass
1: Godwin has been meeting with Tawia and Fowley.
0: Okay, what have you been talking to them about?
1: To Tawia, he has been enjoying the delicious food, but also discussing what happens if he should go against Seven symphonious Courts.
0: Okay. And with Fowley, same thing, or? Pretty
1: much the same conversation.
0: Okay, so we are cutting into the Conclave of Amers toward the end of one of those conversations.
1: I think in the end, there's no decision that I can make that won't put me in an uncomfortable position at this point.
0: I think you're definitely right. That's one of the difficult, tricky things about this, especially because you're both so powerful i don't really know how to read what this outcome is going to be and i don't really know how to nudge it as it were but i can say that you've got strong allies in ariston and rizzo that if you needed to you could probably take him on but do not forget that there is indication that there are people that even he is afraid of who may be making their way Towards this city, and there is this.
1: But that's terrifying if they're heading towards the city. If they're something that Seven Symphonia's Chords is afraid of, what do they mean to us? What do they mean to the people of Joway? Probably not good things at all.
0: Exactly. It is something to be scared of and concerned about. Especially because if what you told us is true, in that they're working for this princess magnificent figure, one of the death lords as he identified them, that's even scarier. And that's why we need to make sure, or why I would counsel at least, that if you can avoid it, don't get on Cord's bad side. If you can use him when they show up, he'll be that closer to really overcoming that threat and maybe helping us, uh... And Tawia looks down at their feet. Collecting information for the convention on the Death Lords, they are still lacking in a lot of information about the figures that we are trying to overcome. You'll understand.
1: Look, the only problem is that the only way that I can appease Seven Symphonia's Chords is if I basically feed Forlorn Aria to him. That's not something I'm not willing to do, but I'd
0: really rather not do it. tawia looks up. That's really hard. It is. It's difficult. When you're looking at something that looks like there's no way out of it that is going to be good, that's going to benefit you, that's going to make sense, really. But sometimes, in those situations, you either have to find a way to take a a third option, find some other way around it, or you're just going to have to suck it up and make that hard choice. And I can't tell you what hard choice to make, but I can tell you that oftentimes, the way to forge your own path is, by its very nature, more difficult than taking... One path of a fork. So if you try to find a third solution, it will be difficult, but it may yet be more rewarding.
1: You've given me a lot to think about. Thank you. And thank you for this delicious meal.
0: Of course, I'm going to leave the leftovers. I know that you might have a couple more meetings. If anyone wants to take any, then, you know, th- that'll be great.
1: I don't know if there'll be any left for them after I'm done with it. <laughs>
0: Uh, you're too nice, Godwin. It's always uh good talking to you. We'll uh we'll be around. I'm glad to hear it. Indeed, may Mercury lights your path forward, and they leave as there is a loud echoing knock at yon chamber door, as it were.
1: The door's unlocked, come in.
0: The door opens and dressed down for the first time you've seen in a while, not wearing armor, but instead wearing Formal clothes, the likes of which you saw the first time you saw him, when he broke Birch's nose, his seven symphonious chords, his pale skin and red long hair, uh, shining in the light. I know it's getting late, but I figured it'd make sense to, uh, pay you a visit.
1: I appreciate it. Come sit down. There's some food here if you want it. It
0: looks like you've healed up pretty well since Ariston, uh, Put a little shine on your face.
1: Yep, but uh, there's still something keeping my hand from being the way it should be.
0: Some things take time to heal. An expression I'm sure you're not unused to hearing. Mm-hmm. But speaking of things that we don't have a lot of time to deal with, how are things moving on selecting yourself a successor who's going to be amenable to my goings on?
1: Hypothetically, what would happen if they weren't minimal to your goings on? Hypothetically.
0: I've made it very clear that that was the one condition on which I assisted you in the defence of the city. So, repercussions would have to be levied against you. And I can tell you this much I know where you work, I know what you do, and I sit at the nexus of an extensive web of contacts. I won't kill you, but I will make you wish that you did and what's your resolve score
1: four um i will bolster it do i get to know what i'm competing against or new
0: he's rolling 15 dice
1: (laughs) crap i've got four um i'm gonna bolster it by six
0: you can't pull you can spend six motes to raise it three points
1: i'll do that okay i'll do it from peripheral to get a little glowy
2: You're going
0: to like the way it (laughs) goes. That is nine successes against your resolve score of seven. You now have a minor intimacy towards seven symphonious chords of fear or intimidation or sense that he's a threat. You can determine the exact nature of it, but that's the tenor that you're going to have. Do I make myself perfectly understood?
1: I wish you didn't, but you do. Good. I wish we didn't always have to meet on such uncomfortable terms,
0: but it seems that we do. You didn't insist on being so evasive, things wouldn't be so uncomfortable. When you're always trying to slip away, it gets pretty difficult to settle down.
1: You know where I've been the past few days. You could have visited every day if you wanted to, just to say hello to me.
0: Well, things are pretty tight. We're on a bit of a schedule here, so I thought I'd give you some breathing room, as it were, to make sure that you could get the wheels turning, and I figured now would be a good time to drop in. It doesn't I've have to continue you. to be bad. Looks, you've offered me food, why don't we sit down and eat? Do
1: dead people eat? I'm, I thought I i didn't ask, but it would be rude of me not to ask. I'm
0: only partially dead.
1: So your appetite's not dead?
0: I can eat, yeah.
1: This is the best food in all of Joway right now, I can tell you that.
0: Well then, I can't say no. What do you think? Is it good? It's impressive, I've... Not had anything like this since the feasts down in Stygia. It's impressive, truly fascinating. He licks his lips, but I'm sure that the victory that you're lining up for the new lovers is going to be that much sweeter, that much more delicious.
1: Godwin is making the same expression that he made towards Valorous Cattlebreaker in that he is totally aware that seven symphonies' chords can destroy him. It's a very visible sense of uh, awareness that he is the the weaker party in the room.
0: Anyway, I've not come just to play around with you. That would be rude. You know what the consequences are, and I trust that you'll make a reasonable decision. I've come to talk about something a little closer to home, a differently closer to home. I'm listening. There was a moment of strangeness in the haze that came during the invasion when the bloodlust came over me. I remember in stark contrast a moment where, and he fiddles with the head of the soul steel recorder that hangs around his neck. My... Weapon in your own came into contact. I remember that too. It left me with a strange feeling. Feeling that things were at odds, which probably shouldn't be.
1: Can Godwin read in intimacy?
0: You can try.
1: Godwin will try.
0: So it's going to be perception plus socialize. What intimacy are you trying to read? Towards Godwin. Okay. You can definitely use your excellency, but you're trying to beat a guile score of six right now. If he wants, he can set it to nine, but he's going to leave it at six.
1: Godwin is going to use motive discerning technique, um, which gives him double nines. It lets him switch wits and perception, but that doesn't matter because they're both the same. So that's super groovy. Okay. And... If he is incorrect the first time, he can inquire about a second one.
0: Okay, perfect. Uh, are you going to put any motes into your excellency for this, or no?
1: He'll put an additional four motes.
0: Perfect. Let's roll that up. And what pool are you going to be spending these motes from?
1: Godwin is spending from peripheral, so at this point he is Jonas Brothers burning up for you, baby.
0: Perfect.
2: T.M.
1: 11 successes.
0: Okay, so 11 successes bests his guile score. You are able to read that his intimacy toward Godwin is of the major intensity, and it is apprehensive fascination.
1: Also, because he succeeded on this mode of discerning technique, he can speculate on the existence of a related intimacy.
0: Perfect. What are you going to speculate on?
1: Um, he's going to speculate on... An intimacy towards Forlorn Aria.
0: Okay, go ahead and roll again. Six successes. So he has a minor intimacy toward Forlorn Aria, which has her as useful but disposable.
1: What was his towards Godwin again?
0: So it's apprehensive fascination. So let's see that play out a little bit.
1: Tell me more about what you felt during that moment. Why'd you bring it up now?
0: Well, I wasn't really in my right mind at the time, and when it clashed, I felt something that I haven't felt in a long time. Something uh, stirred inside me, a curiosity that I felt needed sated. I knew when I took this from militant resurrection that it had a partner, but I wasn't expecting this to happen when the two came together.
1: Do you have any plans of an action to do in response to that?
0: I figured I'd start by informing you and informing you that I took this one and I see the things that you've accomplished on your own, but also with the assistance of yours. And I think that there's opportunity for us to come together and learn what bringing them together could do. But if you're resistant to that, then I might have to find a way to bring them together again myself.
1: I'll be honest. Some days I feel less resistant than others.
0: You certainly seemed interested in the advice I had to give before things went down with the realm.
1: I still might be.
0: Well, then it looks like we might have a brilliant future together.
1: I agree that I still don't approve of a lot of things that you've done to the city, but... I see that we're matched. I can see that, hell, you know, you might be stronger than I am, even with my allies.
0: Now, I wouldn't go on saying that we're matched. And Cords draws a loose circle with his finger around his forehead. There you are, all bright and glowing, and I haven't even started to bleed yet.
1: I don't know what I'm capable of, so I don't want to sell myself short. And I think you don't know what I'm capable of yet either. I think you'd like to find out. But I don't think we have to right now.
0: He bites his lip. Maybe I would. Point being, I'm capable in some limited capacity. And he leans forward and the pressure that he's exerting on the wooden table causes a light splintering and you can hear the wood creaking beneath him.
1: Godwin immediately retreats back to that face.
0: Of exercising self-control least for a moment. Maybe I could help you out sometime. That table is a very delicate heirloom. Well, if you want to keep it intact, I recommend making good on your part of the deal. Otherwise, this won't be the only thing that (laughs) splinters. And he grabs a piece of cooked meat from inside of the basket that Tawia left and bites into it. I'll be dropping by again soon, unless you had anything else you wanted to talk about.
1: You've given me plenty to think about, but I just want you to know that you can't know what decision I'm going to make yet.
0: No, I can't know. I can't tell you, though, that when I last saw Militant Resurrection, his ties to you and your family, they were still present. He'd even taken on one last apprentice. Figured you might like to know that. Who is it? You're going to need to make a read intentions roll against his bolstered guile of nine. Now, who
1: the fuck is it? He's going to do that. Um, Godwin is going to use motive discerning technique again. Perfect. And he is also going to use an additional.
0: You can spend up to six modes on your excellency. Five modes. Perfect.
1: Eleven successes, and mm-hmm. he is burning up indeed. The white blooms of Godwin's aura are radiating around him as he too slams his hands against the delicate heirloom table and leans while standing up staring seven Symphonious chords straight in the eyes.
0: Who is it? He leans back almost casually with a hand on the door as the black disc of his cast mark blossoms on his face and blood begins to run down he traces his finger along the line of blood and looks down at it smacks his lips last i heard her name was and he presses his fingers together and pulls apart a string of blood between his index finger and thumb oh what was it and he licks his bloody fingers smacking his lips again. Aurelia, I think it was. Anyway, be talking soon. And he twirls out the door. Godwin
1: throws the food basket at the door and slumps into the chair in complete shock.
0: And a piece of fruit rolls along the floor of the room and comes to a rest, spinning for a moment. And as this pear settles we cut to the inside of Hearth Eternal's hotel room, where he and Ariston, an element of which is a pair. Mr. Ariston, I'm sorry, I shouldn't call you Mr. anymore. Sometimes old habits die hard, you know. Uh, Ariston, thank you for helping me with my injury and my recovery. It means a lot, and you've been, if nothing else, a huge inspiration and uh, support for me in my time here in Jowei, I could not make it without you.
3: Uh, are you. Are you are you leaving?
0: It's something that I'm grappling with. Yes, you know I came here simply to take stock of Noah Oldman and perhaps to exact my revenge. And my time with you and my time with the people of this city has taught me that perhaps. Revenge is not the way to make good for my cousins, my family. But the siege has ended, and I was always supposed to return home to Great Forks when the siege was over. But I'd be lying if I said that I did not find myself conflicted about what I'm supposed to do from here at this point.
3: I I don't want you to go. I feel like barely got any time with you, and I know that that's selfish, because you have family. I guess I don't have that same pull towards home.
0: Believe me, I feel the same way. It feels like only the other day I was trying to get a closer look of your face over your friend's shoulder in the stockroom of Madame Faye's tea house, and our time been some of the best that I've ever been able to share with another person, which is why I find myself so conflicted. I don't have employ here. I don't have any family. I've got you and the people that you work with, and I'll admit that sometimes I'm concerned about them and how they feel about me. They're uh, an interesting bunch, to be certain, but... I'm not sure that I could call myself uh, friends at this point.
3: Well, I don't know how long we'll stay in the city either. As much as it hurts to think about you leaving, it's unfair for me to make you stay when I could be leaving too. I just, when you leave, I don't want it to be over. I want to still feel like we're connected, like you're mine.
0: I, uh... I would like that too, to be honest. The thought of even getting on a boat and sailing my way back toward Great Forks, it's heartbreakingly lonely. And part of me just wants to pen a letter to my cousins, let them know that in the end it couldn't work out that I could get revenge, that they were going to have to make it on their own. Perhaps they could pray to be selected by one of the gods of Great Forks. So many people seem to be flocking there these days anyway. Uh, that maybe my home is no longer there, but at the same time, I've got 30 years of my life back there. I can't just up and leave it.
3: I know, and I've certainly felt my share of anger and my original goals when I first left were intended to be far more sinister. But I just stole. I didn't kill anything. I'm proud of you, and you know that I love you.
0: He blushes and puts his hand on the pear, spinning it by the stem. It's funny that you should say that. And he takes a deep breath. It's strange that you should be proud of me. Uh, I'm but a humble man who... Made a choice not to do bad, and you, you shine, and you do good, and well. I guess there's no harm in saying that uh, I love you too. And the pair stops spinning.
3: As the pair continues to spin, Ariston puts his puts Hearth Eternal's hand on his chest, the same place that Hearth put it when they first connected. You'll never leave me. Just, like, scar that you look past, you'll never leave me.
0: Now, let's not frame it quite like that. Maybe not a scar, but... And he touches a spot on his own face. A birthmark, or some people call them beauty marks.
3: Whatever you like, just know that I won't forget you. So many people have looked at me and looked away from me and been disgusted, but... You made me feel like I was normal. Even though this body is... I'm still getting used to it. I've finally feel like I've really been
0: loved. Hearth grabs your hand that's on his chest and slides his fingers between yours. I'm afraid that I have some bad news for you, Ariston. You're not normal. You're extraordinary. If you're going to be leaving town soon... Perhaps I can send a letter to my cousins, let them know that things are taking a little while longer than I had anticipated that they would, what with the siege and the invasion and all. Uh, perhaps when you depart, I can depart and we'll find some way to stay in contact.
3: Ariston just closes his eyes and then opens them and just kisses Harth immediately.
0: And on that, we're gonna pan to our next scene. Since Rizzo has rejoined us in Joway, we haven't spent that much time dealing with her contacts outside of the circle. What is she doing on this night after this rather adventurous day?
2: So Rizzo is very into being tidy, so after making the mess for starting her brew for their charm and working, She kind of cleans up because of the older man who came in, Salicious, and she didn't really get a chance to clean up, so she wanted to clean up that mess. And she wanted to leave and go walk Qui-Gon because she didn't want to take him with her to catch the thieves that were outside of his house. And they go visit her friend reggie who is an older man who sells rice and she originally met him just by trying to gather food for the office and they began talking and she found a lot of the old man reminded her a lot of her grandfather that is back at at her home and she found a lot of comfort in him and a lot of wisdom that she felt she needed to get back into things and find this peace within herself that um this man Reggie gave her
0: okay
2: he, he's a hearty man he's kind of overweight has darker skin lots of freckles gray hair um a lot of smiling wrinkles and glasses
0: okay And are you meeting him at his home, or are you meeting him...
2: He sells rice from his home, so yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, Hoofta, I wasn't expecting you to drop by tonight, Rizzo kiddo. How's it going? You you look a little troubled.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm doing pretty well. I just wanted to, like, come and say hi, see how things were doing. I just, there's a lot of things going on in the town, you know, with the... The lovers and the whole drought going on, so I kind of just wanted to see see what you were doing.
0: Yeah, it's been pretty crazy, you know. Business is picking up, though, now that the gates are open and people know that the realm's not actively in our business, so that's an upside, but with this whole lovers thing, uh, people are, they're nervous. It's a little... You know, uh, distressing to some of us. But what are you gonna do? You know, you have to get yourself uh, ready for whatever comes next, and I have to move on. There's been a lot of shakeups in town, and I think that Joway's ready for a shakeup. You know,
2: another shakeup. I mean, I know we need some changes around here, but I don't know if a shakeup is what the city needs. I mean, as much as it, as much as I don't want to admit it. I think that the realm had something interesting that we need to look at is with all the crime and all the, you know, people that are here that don't have the best intentions, I don't know what to do with it, but I feel like there's something that we should be doing with
0: it. That's the kind of shake-up that I'm thinking about, you know? Yeah. The kind of thing where you take all the stuff that you've been taking for granted and you put it in some kind of bag and you shake it up and... See what rises to the tap, and see what sits down at the bottom, what needs to be swept out.
2: Yeah. I mean, I really want the best for this town, and I really just didn't want the realm to have their way with it, and essentially get rid of whatever rises to the top of their bag, but it might be something that we hold close to us. You know, like our customs and our traditions. I just, I don't know. I don't know how to prioritize... What's more important? And we also have the idols that we have to deal with.
0: Ugh. Oh, Galley, yeah. It's a lot you've got on your plate. And I wish I could tell you exactly what you're supposed to do, the directions you're supposed to take, but I'm not sure that an old man like me, just some old rice peddler, is supposed to tell you. I can say, though, that you got a strong head on your shoulders, kiddo, and you can tell that everything's not quite right around town. And that's a good thing for you to recognize, for you to think about. I know that you've got the potential to change, Zhao Wei. Think about how you want to see it change. And when you do that, when you've made that decision, I'm more than happy to uh, let you know what I think about your, your ideas. But in the meantime, well, I guess suffice it to say that you're one of the brightest kids I've ever seen.
2: How many kids have you even seen?
0: You can ask an old man how old he is.
2: I'm not gonna ask you how old you are i mean like how many kids come by rice do you even, you never talk about your family do you even have any kids
0: oh boy in another life yeah another time used to but now uh only kids i have are people like you come by keep an old man company
2: the best kind of company to keep out there reggie don't ever change no matter what anyone says i don't believe it and you're not a scoundrel. I think you're the coolest dude out there.
0: Oh, well, thank you, Rizzo.
2: Yeah, some people are saying uh, down in the alley, I heard someone saying that you were just out there looking for hotties and not really trying to sell rice. And I was like, what?
0: Well, I haven't been working out for nothing.
2: Ah, I'm just pulling your chain, ready. Right? Nobody said that.
0: Oh, <laughs> darn, Rizzo. You always know how to give me the biz.
2: Hey, do you got any of those uh, special rice patties? You know, the the sweet ones? I was thinking about bringing some home to the friends. Seems like we've all had a long day today.
0: Oh yeah, this one's imparted straight from the Dream and Sea. Sweet. But now,
2: f- the Dream and Sea, did the fish dream there? I don't understand that.
0: You know, I wish I knew, because sure does grow pretty crazy good rice. I've heard that you look out over it, and... <sighs> You sail into it, and you're sucked into a dream or something. Some crazy place like that.
2: So the people that go and get that rice, they get sucked into a dream every time?
0: I'm not sure. I haven't talked to the farmers. Could be, or they might have found a way to make it safer, you know? Yeah. But there's definitely something out there that's different.
2: I'll say this stuff is crazy good. I'm talking straight opium effect.
0: Well, uh, <laughs> if you ever need, uh, another bag, you know where to find me, and just remember, if nothing else, all Qui-Gon's counting on you.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Reggie. I'll see you later.
0: And he pets down, and pets the dog. <whistles> now, won't you join us for lunch at Madame Faye's? Thank you for taking me on that lovely walk around the city. I have not had as much time here to, uh... Take in this sights, as it were. Your city is possessed of a unique beauty.
2: Thank you. I, I didn't mean to take, like, personal thanks for it, but as a citizen, it makes me feel good when people say good things about Jawe.
0: I am glad to hear that. Something of hometown pride can be uh, useful, an asset. I've traveled many places, but I've never been someplace place exactly like this. It's lovely.
3: Yeah, I felt the same way when I came here. You know, I just just warm, I guess. Like, a lot more cozy than it was back where I'm from.
2: Because it's smaller here?
0: Well, L- I... Not
2: necessarily, no.
0: Also, think that it might have to do with the fact that the city's in a drought.
2: Yeah, we're also
1: in a bowl. Yeah, Rizzo, I don't know if the, the size really matters for Ariston. Oh. That's good to know.
2: It's more I'll about pass the quality, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. What you can do with what you've got. Yeah, and Xiaowei and can do a lot with what it's got. We're all about the charm. We know, we know what to do with our charm. Mm-hmm. All right.
3: Well, yeah, it's, it's a good city. I, I feel uh, more, more welcome here as a foreigner, I guess, than I have in other places as a foreigner.
0: Or even, you know, as a resident. There are many people who have strange ideas as to how they should deal with foreigners. It can be confusing coming to a new place, especially when they have strong feelings about people from the outside being uh, threatening or dangerous. So I I understand you in that regard. I I do question, however, your city seems to have an unusually high population of uh, degenerate hounds. Uh, running around the streets. That that was something that I certainly noticed. I have not seen this many gods of that type in a single location in a a long time.
2: It's not something that we particularly like to, uh, you know, show about or anything, but it seems like we always have something else to worry about than the uh, degenerate hounds.
1: Yeah, and after all, you know we've got a, a really nice hound in our company here.
2: Not quite degenerate, but nevertheless a hound.
0: Well, yes, I don't know if you're picking up the implication here. Uh,
2: no, you should just be straightforward. We don't like to to beat around the bush. Just, I mean, we like we we do that. A, we do that a lot, though. Yeah, we I do feel like beat we're beat quite. Good I don't like the it when people do it to me, though. So just just say it.
0: But yeah. That's something that I need to work on. Yes. Well, I'm sort of calling your city, uh, What's the world? Filthy.
2: How dare you! Well, I don't know how you got degenerate hounds to filthy. Those are main, way different things. Maybe if we have some rain... There are clash we'll gods.
0: Away. Their purpose is to collect themselves around dirty places... And take guardianship of them.
2: One man's trash is another god's home. They are an endearing part of the city,
1: and how dare you think that our city is not absolutely extravagant, even with their presence? Because you know what? We appreciate them.
3: You want to see dirty? Go to a go to a deep ocean trench. Now that those communities are gross. Nice yeah, I'm tea. sure wherever Ariston came from is pretty gross. Oh, we didn't live in the trenches, Godwin. We didn't live there.
1: Wasn't, mm. Weren't you like royalty?
3: You're one of those high yes.
1: society mermen. Well,
3: yes. Yeah, I, I didn't particularly get along with that group, but yeah, we we would. Well, that's a little bit
1: ostracizing, isn't it?
3: Hmm? What? Check your privilege, Ariston. I did. I helped people that were less fortunate when literally no one else in my group would.
0: I will say that it is hard to take uh, assistance seriously when the person handing you down the assistance is wearing a top hat and a monocle, as it were. High society, your friend had mentioned, so I naturally assumed that you must be walking around down there with a monocle and a top hat or something uh, comparable to that.
2: Nope, nope. Do, do top not hats last do in the that. ocean? Or monocles, do they just float
1: away? Do you, do you have canes? Like, Ooh. is there a purpose for canes? I guess not. We
3: wear as little as possible. The women don't even wear shirts half the time. Half the time? Yeah, the younger girls, they wear cover-up, and then when they come of age, they don't wear shirt. Or cover-up at all. It's a sort of a ritual thing. I think I could live at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, I hope so, but it's, it's not a, like a uh, sexual thing, it's just, uh, it's more of a maturity, uh...
0: I need to raise an objection to that idea, though. I don't think that you could live at the bottom of the ocean. You don't have the ability to breathe down there. Just directly speaking, you would die.
3: It would be a great place to go. You Darwin, Godwin's on the rebound, I think right now. <laughs> I'm
1: going through some tough times emotionally and sexually.
0: If you're simply interested in going there because there are people there who don't wear clothes, there's a lot of different cultures around creation who don't have a lot of use for clothes. the East, the West, certain parts of the South, it's very, very hot down there.
1: Who wants to go on
2: vacation?: I'm okay.. <laughs>
3: If you, if you think the city is dirty, wh- what would you recommend that we do with it? Like, how, how can we improve that, do you think?
0: Naturally, I would say start with uh, cleaning up. You don't leave your gutters so unattended to. Do not allow your trash to pile up in alleyways. That mm-hmm. sort of thing. Uh, wood shavings just all around the place. I mean, let's not even get started with the... Piles upon piles of pine needles I encounter. All right. I know that it's difficult as you live directly underneath a large tree, but it's like uh, broom technology hasn't even reached this part of creation or something.
3: Godwin, see that that's a that's a platform you could go with the election. I'm not running anymore. Well that's a platform you could recommend. Why don't
0: you go run and recommend that platform? Hmm? I am not eligible to run. We've gone over this. Imagine the postels. They say, here comes the broom.
2: <laughs> I don't get it.
3: Then why'd, why'd you laugh, Rizzo?
0: I think it was politeness. It was the
2: deliverance? It
0: was, yeah.
2: What? The deliverance? The deliverance. The delivery? Yeah. No, the deliverance of the joke.
0: With the uh, banjo and the homophobic comments.
1: Oh, I have another poster. You'd say, uh, leave the trash in the hearth. Because, like, you guys can go on this, like, burning the trash campaign.
3: And... Why would I burn things? <sighs> I don't like fire. Because hearth's name is, it's like, a hearth.
0: Oh, okay. I, that slogan leaves an uncomfortable uh, implication, as far as I can tell. It trash
1: is... doesn't have to be eternal. What?
0: <laughs> that is a little better. You don't want to, say, leave something inside of someone as a part of your campaign slogan?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know what Hearth is into, only Ariston does. He's not into that, I will assure you. I don't know, we find that's out the things about people not his every fetish. day.
3: Like, I found out that Poor Lord Aria's fetish was leaving me. I don't think that's what a fetish is.
0: <laughs> it's okay, ah. Godwin, someday you will find your path. You'll You'll get yourself ah. together. You may, maybe it will be good when you leave the city, see some new sites, maybe meet some new people. Uh, it might be hard, you know, you're going to have to leave people behind when you pick things up and go back on the road. But, you know, you could have a couple of uh, summer flings as the seasons progress, you know, uh, fall fling, uh, winter fling. Spring. And then at the end, the best kind of fling of all, and that's, well, the spring fling.
2: Well, we should have a dance, like a, like a ball. Yeah, sort of, but just not as fancy. That'd be
1: fun. Reza, do you want to go with me? Because I am completely incapable of finding anyone else.
2: We, if we go as friends. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go as anything else. Okay, well then, fine. That's fine.
0: Oh boy, I've been waiting for an opportunity for us to play music. This is finally here. Do you play? Yes, all of us do. We we all play.
2: What?